0: in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, from beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife Don hello, welcome to Now Is The Time. It is my privilege to welcome Stove Crew Number 3, Numero 3, to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth here at Hotel Candelaria in Antigua. I'm going to have the crew introduce themselves, starting with their crew
1: leader.
2: I'm Mara, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
1: I'm Pete, and I'm from Oxford, Michigan.
3: I'm Nancy, and I'm from Metamora, Illinois. And I'm Ruth, and I'm also from Metamora, Illinois.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the
0: podcast booth. This is day one of a five-day mission here. Seven days total, if you include travel. But this was our first day. At San Miguel Duenas, and we have a bunch of newbies around the table (laughs) and a veteran. Tell me, please, what were your first impressions? Give me like a one word. What was your one word first impression from today? If you had to describe what happened today, give me one word that would sum it up for you. Humbling. Humbling. Mm -hmm. Why humbling?
4: Uh, the first, well, the house that we went into, uh, the the grandmother um, was walking along, and and she told Ruth, who was our translator, um, this is this is my home. It's humble, um, but it, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. And um, you know, you you imagine what it's going to be like, but it's not until you walk into this woman's bedroom which is where the stove is going and you see a mattress with no sheets and some blankets piled and shelves with her possessions clothing and that was it. Mm -hmm. That was it.
0: The stove was going in her bedroom.
4: The stove Mm is going in her bedroom. It was tight. (laughs) It was very tight. In fact we had to figure out (laughs) what direction to put it and they wanted it a different direction but it was too the the wood would have been too close to the mattress.
0: The wood that is burning the in wood the stove that's going that to be burning out in the stove a little bit. Yeah, it would stove. have been like
3: a foot away from the mattress. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So it was
4: very humbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you start to complain at home about <laughs> what you don't have or you know what's not working or you know. <laughs> <laughs> or my house isn't clean, or I, yeah. the, this room isn't finished. It's it's very humbling.
0: And you had some expectations. You've heard about this trip for several years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You had seen photos right. and videos, right. but walking in to the home, Absolutely. it hit you. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, it did.
0: Ruth, <laughs> what would be your one word?
3: Um, I think colorful. I just love like. Going through, like, first just looking around at all the buildings and how colorful the buildings were and the different colors of, like, the people's clothing and just stuff like that. It was just, you could really get a glimpse of the culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a lot of bright colors. Even in, today was kind of a dreary yeah. day. Right? <laughs> exactly. In
4: fact, yeah. We talked about that when we were yeah. walking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very misty and rainy and kind of dark, gloomy, mm-hmm. overcast. And yet there's these brilliant, bright colors, right? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, my word would be comfortable um, because my first experience in Guatemala was in this village. Mm-hmm. And so we the road splits and we went on that split in the road and I was like, ah, we're going home. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it. <laughs> and I was like, this is good. Like I know where I am. And so that was really exciting to feel that feeling and... To see some of the people from last year and they were so excited to see us. So it was a very comfortable, welcoming, hmm. warm feeling today. Oh,
0: it's great. Mm-hmm. It's so great to hear. Yeah, I wish I wish they could hear that. You know, we'll have to <laughs> I'll have to remind DiMaries to share that with them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. With the volunteers, the ladies that we spent a lot of time with last year. Mm-hmm. And will again mm-hmm. this year.
1: Pete. Curiosity. Curiosity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm walking through the streets. Um, One, I never felt in danger. It was just like walking in Detroit, but it was in a different country, but it was so different um, because everything looked different. And I wanted, I was so curious as to, well, what's in that door? Mm -hmm. There are storefronts that we don't, that don't look like our stores at Mm -hmm. home. Mm There's a guy making cowboy boots right there. Yeah. In, uh, and I'm like, wow, here's this guy and he's got cowboy boots there. Is he making them? Did he buy them? Uh, and then there's a store with just very little trinkets and things in their, you know, their case for selling. How does that sustain them? Do they get enough people? Who buys that stuff? Is it the locals? Are there tourists? And, and and there's so many other places that you look into. And you're like, what's in there? Mm-hmm. I can't tell. And I want to look, and then I don't want to look because there's always someone's face there. <laughs> and so all I can do is say, "Hola," and, and, and smile, and they all smiled and said hello or something else back. Mm. And but, you know, I just, and driving when we were on the bus, so mm-hmm. many buildings mm-hmm. and so many places and. So many walls, high walls. What's behind that wall? Mm -hmm. What does it look like back there? What do they do? That soccer pitch that was all dirt, do they play on it? Um, You know, curiosity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good thing you got a few more days
0: in town. (laughs) Hopefully, answer some of those questions. That's great. That's great. Uh, When you walked in this room, Pete, I don't remember how it came up. I don't remember what I said. Oh, so we have some mattresses uh, covering the walls here to help with the sound, absorb some of the sound. And I said, I'm really sorry about the decor because I was hoping to
1: cover them with something. And you said, oh, Lord. I said, Lord Jesus. (laughs) I mean, that lady today would have loved to have one of these mattresses. Mm -hmm. This room would have been a palace for her yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: and her family. And and, and what uh, Nancy said earlier, I mean, it's, it's humbling because we take so much for granted. And my dog lives better than, mm-hmm. again, in my perspective. Mm-hmm. In my perspective, my dog lives better than her and her family. He's in our bed at night. And... We take our roller and roll all of his hair off of the bed all the time because he sheds.
4: She didn't even have sheets. She didn't to even have sheets. clean them, <laughs> to have to clean off.
1: And, you know, I, I can rationalize it by saying, she doesn't know any other life. So, she doesn't know what we have. So, she's not missing what we have. But that seems almost, I don't know what it seems like. It just, it seems like mm-hmm. I'm taking, I, I'm assuming things that I, I really have no clue about. But all I can do is just say, what's common is that I could look at her and we could talk about Jesus. And it's maybe hand signals. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, like this. or or And of course I can't see what I'm doing. But, <laughs> but I'm, I, you know, I wanted to put my hand over my heart to let her know, you know what? A uh, Amor, right? Isn't that uh, love? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Jesus. Um, those were the types of things that I think were universal uh, between us. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter that she has nothing, and I have a whole lot compared to what she has. Mm-hmm. But we both got Jesus, and that's the bottom line. That, that's the big picture for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the harder truth uh, of what you said about her perspective is, now I don't know her personally, but I know a lot of people in the village, and I know most of the many of the villages that we serve, they're in the same socioeconomic status as the family that you visited. She does know how you live.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because they have television. Mm-hmm. And they oh. have films. Yeah. And... They know very well now, most of them think we all live in mansions. Our definition of mansions, but mm-hmm. the truth is our homes are mansions mm-hmm. compared to yeah what they live in, but that is that is a common um, misunderstanding that well, they don 't know different, but they do,
1: yeah. And, and I think I think it's irresponsible for us to just say, "Well, they don't know a different life." I just I, I just can't reconcile that. They do. They just can't access it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's not accessible. Yeah, to to most for for a variety of reasons, variety of reasons. But that when I learned that, <laughs> made it a lot harder to mm-hmm. to understand for me personally to understand <coughs> where their joy comes from. Yeah. That is just very difficult for me
4: to understand they were so gracious mm-hmm. they are were so. oh my goodness they were so gracious I mean and again very humbling because we had we didn't even finish the stove but they were yeah. so <laughs> they were it had rained and so we weren't <laughs> able to finish it and they were giving us um bananas and avocados and as soon as somebody said oh I love avocados they gave us more mm-hmm. And <laughs> even just uh, oh I know.
0: um
4: <laughs> Yeah, very gracious.
0: Probably picked so right thankful. off their tree. Right, yes. was right.
4: They're so thankful for what we were doing, mm-hmm. and and the the woman um, with the hot pad. We ha- we brought hot pads oh. that my mom yes. had sewn for all of the people that we put oh. stoves in for as a gift. What a
0: great gift! I
4: know. Isn't that a <laughs> wonderful, great, great idea? Um, so we gave it to the the mother, and Ruth explained what it was and who made it and And she was she was very appreciative and and thanked us, but then the mother gave it to the grandmother and the look on her face when oh, <laughs>
3: it, was priceless. it was so sweet <laughs> it was just so sweet. I don't know if it, she was excited that she wouldn't have to burn her hands or if she was just touched by the <laughs> gesture like that my grandma made the hot pads for her like I don't know what it really was, but you I could just see was. her face lit up oh, it was yeah. so cool yeah.
0: Now, Ruth, you speak Spanish, and you spoke, from what I understand, quite a bit with the (laughs) family, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us some of the things that you talked about and what you learned, because most of us are not privy to being able to have a conversation (laughs) with the families that we're serving.
3: It was really cool. I was able to talk with—there were two boys, like maybe 10 and 13 or something, who were there— And they would, like, peek their heads in the window at first, and one of them, when we were trying to figure out where to put the stove, one of them was suggesting that they move the bed, and if they moved the bed, then they would also have to move, like, this wooden shelf. And he called it a wardrobe. And when he said that, like, I hadn't... The only reason I knew that word is because I read the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe in Spanish, so I knew the word ropero is wardrobe. Mm. And so he said to move you'd have to re- move the ropero and everyone like all, his whole family just cracked up <laughs> and they it now took why, like
0: why did they crack up
3: just because that what did shelf their ropero was, look like it was not a ropero it <laughs> <laughs> was just shelves yeah. it was <laughs> rickety wooden shelves it, Mm-hmm. held her clothes. And it probably took the mom like three, four minutes <laughs> to stop so laughing. Mm-hmm. She yeah. could not stop yeah. laughing at yeah. that. That was the yeah.
1: Victor, I think.
3: Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Victor. Yeah.
1: And he was just crazy. We, and we all started laughing because... We didn't even every- know what
2: they were laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth explained <laughs> it to us and we all went, okay, like, <laughs> So we were a couple... We were 30 seconds behind <laughs> in the laughter,
3: <laughing>, but... <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, so my mom... Well this Victor the little boy like he kept saying things that just made everyone laugh mm-hmm. and he would laugh and he was just this Giggly. goof. Mm-hmm. And so my mom imitated oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I,
4: I I asked Ruth how do yeah. you say your new name is Giggly Gus and so she told me how and I said Giggly Gus and I imitated and I said hee <laughs> just like
3: he had been doing. And of course he just cracked up at that thought it was hilarious and then he he said his brother and um, Victor were talking about something about um, a caballo, which is horse and i didn't really make a connection and then they said it again and i'm like oh they think that my mom's laugh sounds like a horse and so <laughs> then they, they kept going hee hee and pointing to her and wanting, wanting her to, to do, do it some it. more <laughs> there was one time i said moo mmm, just and they, <laughs> they love that <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I can't speak the language right. but I you know I, you can still yeah. communicate and and build connections and that's what I felt like we did today. Mm-hmm. Ruth obviously has an advantage because she can build connections. Sure. While she's speaking through yeah. Spanish, but we were able to build connections. Today. But we
0: hear this all the time, and I, I tell people, you know, who are like, well, I can't go on a mission because I, you know, I don't speak the language. Right. And I'm like, trust me. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I remember I was in a public speaking class once, and they said 65% of all language is nonverbal. Absolutely. And I, it's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yes you know and what you were saying Pete the the language of love is universal you didn't have to put your hand on your heart to know just your presence there and looking in your eyes i know that she felt your love and joy is joy laughter is laughter mm-hmm. and kids are kids yeah right yeah. no matter yeah. where you go and so it's yeah. it's so true i mean the majority of people who come through these doors do not speak spanish mm-hmm. at all and never will mm-hmm. but they still have incredibly <laughs> fruitful experience mm-hmm. uh, because <clears> so <throat> much of it's nonverbal, and mm-hmm. uh, it's yep. so great you're able to experience that and get a little translation.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he the little boy, Victor, actually got the the sheet that you give us with the translations with Spanish. Just and basic
3: phrases and words. Yeah. And
1: was reading them. He, he was, was
3: reading the English. Yeah. He would try to pronounce the English words mm-hmm. using like Spanish pronunciation, which sometimes it was hard to understand which word he was saying, but then he would say the English word and then we'd try to think, oh, that's such and such word in, in Spanish, so we were going back and forth like that and he that it was a fun game. <laughs> it was
4: it was he really liked the pictures too. He did. There was, yeah. yeah he liked mm-hmm. the pictures.
2: It was a family affair. Everybody was in the room with us and <laughs> yes. or peeking their head in the window or around and <laughs> it was grandpa came back at one point, like everybody was there, which I think is so fun because they're just so curious about what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. and yeah. who we are and they are having conversations about us as we're doing the stove. and uh-huh. But they're just so enthusiastic about the experience that they just want to see. They just want to be there. Yeah. And I think that that's really fun. Like, they opened all the windows in this room so that they could all see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cool. There
4: was one point where the grandma sat down on the bed and invited Ruth and me to sit mm-hmm. next to her, and we started bouncing on the bed together. And just the grandma <laughs> was
0: laughing, and we were <laughs> like. <laughs> it was so-
4: <laughs> it
0: was. <laughs> so Bed bouncing is universal. <laughs> yeah. it's universal
4: it makes everybody smile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, we um, we had a little bit of a rush schedule today, so um, I just want to ask you if you have any final thoughts for people who might be listening. Uh, that I know it's only been one day, for, mm-hmm. and uh, but. Um, What would be any final thoughts that you'd want to share with family, friends, supporters, people back home?
1: I'd like to say that the center that we visited um, that manages the local mission. Mm -hmm. um, I was moved that the key term, self-sustainability, they don't want to be just fed and given to. They want to sustain and they want to build business and, and whatever it takes to, to be not a welfare state. And I, I, you know, that's not the term I'm, I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. in essence, they don't want to just gimme, gimme, gimme. They want to be proactive in how they control or manage their, their sustenance, if you will. Both the organization and
0: the families, that they do not want to be dependent upon the U.S. or yeah. Europe or some church or some business <laughs> or some company for the sustainability of the 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 business, of the work, of the, the type of work that they do. Um, but then also they don't want that for the families. They don't want the families to depend on right. the institution <clears throat> for generations uh, to provide… For their needs. In fact, their goal is to graduate the families out of the program. That eventually they have enough education and skills that yep. they've been taught that they can sustain themselves. That everything is sustainable That's the mm-hmm. term in Spanish, self-sustaining. That's great that that impacted you. That's huge. Pete, because Thank there's you. there's so many organizations that don't know how to do that or don't realize why that's so important
1: because it's work they want to and we tend to want to just throw money at something and and walk away this this requires work it's not just helping feed people but there's there's action involved there's there's work there's you have to train you have to learn there's it evolves there's follow-up education there's you know all that stuff that goes along with it. The vocational training is huge, you know. And when she was trying to say that, I was thinking in my head, "This is vocational training."
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. This is,
1: um, you know, all of the slideshow that they were showing us.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and the one lady was interpreting as best as she could, uh, but we're all talking. Um, Eric and I were talking to, uh, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's vocational training," because we could read some of the Spanish mm-hmm. and know what they were saying. Right. Mm-hmm. But. To me that's big. That's big. It's not it, it's they're doing something.
0: It's it's huge. I'm talking
1: too much. <laughs> you're
0: not. You're not. It's great.
2: I'm going to stand by what I said last year. You should just come if it is within your means and your capability, just take that leap of faith. I I mean, I didn't know how I was getting here this year either and It happened, it came together through prayer, through the blessings of the people that are supporting me, and even being here, what, 24 hours at this point, my heart is already so full, Hmm. and I'm going to be busting at the seams by the end of the week (laughs) with just joy and love and happiness, and if you're thinking about doing this, it is so worth everything that it takes to get here.
1: Amen. Praise Amen. God. Mm-hmm. From our fearless leader. <laughs> Other thoughts?
4: I feel very privileged to, um, to be here. We brought our whole family, so there's five of us. There's five of <laughs> us. Um, our two sons and Ruth and my husband and myself. And it's such a privilege to be able to experience this um, together 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 Ruth had an opportunity to experience a trip by herself and then she came home and it was a precious time to hear her stories but if you're not there you are missing out on something it's it's really awesome to be here and to experience the same thing because you know obviously we are here to help and to serve but we are also making family memories, too, and, mm-hmm. and what a privilege to be able—we've we've been blessed to be able to take a lot of vacations together, but to be able to go and serve and get rained on and get dirty together, and yeah. uh, it's just a privilege to be here, to, mm-hmm. to be here with my whole family, for all of us to experience it together.
3: And it was really cool today, because my brother Luke is not the real—he's just not really been that— ec- excited about coming it's Mm -hmm. just not really what he gets into Mm -hmm. and it was just funny to watch him today because we were on the bus getting ready we were not quite yet ready to leave but we were sitting on the bus and a couple of um little guatemalan kids came up and we're standing like on the back of the bus like trying to wipe off the um moisture from the windows and look inside Mm -hmm. and so luke went up And wiped off the inside part and was like kind of looking at them. And they were like sticking their faces against the window at (laughs) each other and making faces. And Luke does not speak Spanish, but we'd like say, tell them, um, how old are you? And so then Luke would um, say it in Spanish. And so he was like connecting with the kids. And you could just tell he was really enjoying himself. And it was just neat to be able to see him getting into something like that. (laughs) Yeah, it was really exciting. Mm -hmm.
0: Praise God. Mm -hmm. Well, we are very privileged that all of you have come to help us. Uh, You know, Tom Reese and I could not do this without you. And we're incredibly privileged that people with such big hearts and who are willing to sacrifice so much are willing to come and partner with us in this walk Of faith that has chosen us. I don't think it was our choice that has chosen us. And, uh, you know, we are very busy behind the scenes, kind of making sure materials are ready for you, and we got guides and all that stuff. And it's very rare I have an opportunity to sit down and thank you personally, but we do.
1: Well, we thank you. Thank you
0: for uh, your love, your heart, your. Skills, your language skills, mm-hmm. and all the other skills that you bring with you, but most importantly, the love of Christ. Um, it's truly an honor. So, thank you for serving our Lord and his children here in San Miguel, Dueñas, and thanks for sharing your stories in the podcast. Thank you. Amen. So, that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission, team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendigo. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios. Go with God. Pero no imediatamente.